There are a lot of stories I could tell about choices. Most of the time when we talk about choices, uh, and when we do it in the churchy context like we are right now, we, we're thinking about the big ones, the big choices. Whether I'll follow Jesus or not. Whether I will become a pastor or not. Whether or not I will go to St. James or not. Whether or not, there's a long list of big things that uh, we often think about. And yet choices are so much more than that. So as I was thinking about choices, um, about four years ago, I decided that my morning centering prayer was too important on Sunday morning for me to kind of blow it off because I needed to be at church. And so the only way I could work out fitting in centering prayer on Sunday morning before I came to worship was getting up way early for a non-morning person. Uh, five o'clock. At five o'clock, I get out of bed and I make a cup of coffee and I go and sit in my chair. I drink that cup of coffee. And then once I finish the cup of coffee and have kind of centered myself, I set my centering prayer timer and I enter into those moments in which I let go. I let go of all the things I brought through the night, any dreams that bothered me or plagued me in the night. I let go of the sleepless nights. I let go of the too much sleep nights when I'm shaking the sleep out of my eyes. Those are the little choices we make in life. Uh, quite frankly, when I first made it four or five years ago, it seemed like it was a huge choice. And now I know the difference between what it means for me to sit on, at 5 o'clock on Sunday morning and what it does mean if I don't, uh, how things turn out. Um, having had that opportunity to sit in that particular way this morning, when I arrived and everything seemed to be moving relatively smoothly, I already knew what the situation was. I was importing all of the things that needed to be in, in, uh, in the Pro Presenter so it could appear behind me, including this wonderful graphic that Mark Hayes created for us about the choices when we come to a crossroads, an intersection in our lives. This way, that way, the other way. There are lots of other choices in our lives almost in every moment whether we realize it or not and because i had that pattern from five o'clock this morning when things started to unravel just a bit we couldn't figure out how to get sound we couldn't figure out how to uh, get the sound onto the stream and then the streaming device which is the last stop before the stream goes out into the world decided it didn't want to work this morning. No matter how many times you restarted, you know how you restart things and just assume they'll work? Uh, we restarted it five, six, seven times, maybe more, didn't work. Now because that pattern exists, that centering prayer pattern for me, I was able to just let it go. I was able to just let it go. You might say, James, you don't seem to be letting it go, you're still talking about it. But uh, the truth is, I have let it go because we are here. And those of you who are online watching via my iPad, of all things, um, you're here. We're here together. And that's what really matters. 
And it's the letting go of the things that want to hold me at, uh, at 9.45 this morning. Those things that bother me, that didn't work out, that are problems in my life. It's those holding ons that keep me from being in this moment the person God wants me to be. Today's passage from Scripture, uh, the Israelites stand right on the brink of going into the promised land. A lot of things lie ahead of them. But Joshua has gathered everyone together, the leader who succeeded Moses. Joshua, whose name means salvation. It's also my son's name, our son's name. Uh, Joshua gathers everyone together, and this is a piece of the speech that he gives. Now therefore revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods of your ancestors that were served beyond the river and in Egypt and instead serve the Lord. Now if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods of your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. A couple of pieces of this drive home for me how important decisions are. One of the things I was sort of impressed with as I grew up in the church, and if you didn't grow up in the church, hopefully you weren't impressed with this, was the idea that you said yes to Jesus and then everything was a, was a ride from there. You know, you were in. I, I want to dispel that myth because I finally come to realize at almost 59 that the decision that happened when I was 12 to join the church and to say I believe was only the beginning of a lifetime of making decisions again and again and again that this was going to be a Jesus moment, not a James moment. This was going to be a Jesus moment, not a James moment. This was going to be a Jesus moment, not a James moment. And every moment offers that opportunity. Things come our way things we don't expect, things we don't anticipate. And in that moment, no matter what you do with your life, what kind of work you do, or if you're retired, there are things that rise up and you can react in ugly ways or you can catch your breath and let it go. That is a choice that you make in this moment. Joshua lays it out this way. Choose this day whom you will serve. Now, if I were going to go back and hang out with Joshua uh, and, and, and say how I might say it, I would say choose this moment who you will serve because every moment is that chance. I might really blow it in this moment, but then this moment comes. Can I let go of the moment that I've just blown so that I can be in this one now? I can explode at the driver that cuts me off, but do I have to stay in that place? 
Let me tell you, the younger James would have said, absolutely. I will remember that license tag. I will remember the color of that car. I will see it right where it is. And did it do me a bit of good? Did it bother the other driver that had cut me off? Absolutely not. Who was hurt by those moments of choosing to hold on to those things? Only me. Only me. And because I was holding on to something from the past, I was not able to connect with God now. When you think about what forgiveness is, when you think about what healing and salvation and hope is, it's about letting go. It's about not holding with a tight fist onto those things that you cannot get rid of. Because your ego says you must hold on to it, that somehow by holding that thing that has made you angry or frustrated or upset, by holding on to it, it gives you power. And what it does is robs you of now. It robs you of the possibility of being here together with us this morning. If you let yourself be disturbed by the fact that we don't have a full screen and that James is not here to sing, and that James is all wound up about whether or not things work. And James almost lost his balance and fell off the stage. All of those things. If you let yourself get me caught on any of those things and hold on to them, then what ends up happening is we miss the opportunity to be right here, right now. Because I need to tell you something. God can't meet you yesterday. Not anymore. Because you don't have yesterday. God has yesterday. But you don't have yesterday. You have now. And so in this moment now, can you be here with God? Even if this moment isn't exactly what you expected it to be, can you be in this moment? Can you choose this moment to serve the Lord? Can you choose this moment now see, when I would begin to, to take apart the way Joshua said it, and Joshua said it, quite frankly, perfectly for his time. But we don't live 3,500 years ago. We live now. So I would say something like, choose this moment to love. Because this is your intersection moment. You know, over and over again, we say that we are bridge builders at the intersections of everyday life, daily life. We are at the intersections. Well, you see, every moment is an intersection when you can respond by choice. I mean, I think of people like teachers and that same child who always raises their hand to ask a question that drives you crazy. And you look, and you have to decide, will I call on that child? And will I be able to hear them out because they have now irritated me 15 times in class so far today? So the 16th time, is this going to be, am I going to be able to, and you get to choose. Now, it might be harder and harder to choose once you get to time 15 than it was at time 3. But in time 15, you still get to choose how you will respond. 
And you see, whether you realize it or not, even if you're having a bad day, when you get in line at Target or Giant or Whole Foods or Costco, that's a great place to get in line, especially on a Sunday afternoon. If you get a chance, go and stand in the mile-long lines at Costco on a Sunday afternoon. But if you're already having a bad day, that doesn't mean you get to if you get to choose when you get to the cashier whether you're going to pass that ugly day on or if you're going to find somewhere from deep inside yourself the opportunity to pass something else on. Whether you're going to be a bridge builder or a bridge burner. And the wonderful thing about this is you choose from moment to moment about whether you're building bridges or burning bridges. Whether you're building or burning them with yourself, whether you're building or burning them with your neighbor, whether you're building or burning them with God. But you see, our call and what we have come to understand our mission at St. James is to be bridge builders. And if you can hear it in the back of your mind, this is an opportunity to build a bridge. Yes, this person is asking me for the 16th time something that is pushing my last But I don't have to respond from my last button. That's a moment to catch your breath and say, maybe I can respond differently now. I can choose this moment to love. Joshua would say, choose this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, I'll serve, we'll serve the Lord. I would say, choose this moment to love. And as for me and my house, we will love. Now, I don't speak for my whole house. I speak for me. But can you choose to love? It sounds so easy, doesn't it? Until someone's on your last nerve. Until you're having a bad day. Until technology that you needed or thought you did unravels. Until someone cuts you off in traffic. Until you're late for the appointment for which you cannot be late again. And then in that moment, choosing love is much harder. It's much harder. If at any point on your journey of faith I told you this was going to be easy, I was wrong. I was wrong. Saying yes to love, saying yes to God, saying yes to following Jesus is one of the hardest decisions you'll ever make. Because it doesn't change anyone but you. And even you are not that easy to change. In that moment, you're changed. It's so easy to fall back in the old patterns. So then you have to choose again. We live in a world that offers us freedom. I'm not talking about it in the country. You know, we talk about freedom a lot. I'm not always sure we understand what that means. Freedom comes with responsibility. And we're not always clear on the responsibility part. We just want to do what we want to do. 
But we're free from the time we're born to be co-creators with God and make a beautiful life. Life is going to hand us some challenges. For some people that I've spent time with, they've handed them some really huge challenges involving things like abuse and disconnection and lack of love perceived in their lives, poverty, all sorts of things. Life hands us all sorts of challenges, and we have to choose what we're going to do with those. That's the freedom God has given us. We get to create a beautiful life with God. We can say yes. But we have to remember it's not our last yes. Almost 30 years ago, 29 and a half, I said yes to being married to Linda. Every day since then, I've had to keep saying yes. Every day since then, I've had to keep saying yes. Because there could come a time, and I have to recognize the reality, there could come a time when if I don't get up and say yes, my other answer is no. But if I'm going to say yes, I'm going to be all in. And if I'm going to say no, I guess I'm going to walk away. I'm not planning on saying no, honey. I just don't want you to. But every single day of marriage, every single day of friendship, every single day of going to work is another yes. That you have to say again and again. You see how challenging life is? You thought it was one choice. Yes, I'll follow you, Jesus, wherever you go. Uh, oh, but not that cross thing. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, no, I can be arrested too, Jesus. The other disciples ran away, except for Mary Magdalene, we discovered. We have to say yes when it's hard and when it's easy. And that's the choice. So, I invite you to choose this moment and this moment and every moment from now on to love. Choose this moment to love. Hard yeses are sometimes the most rewarding ones. So keep it up. <laughs>